Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Good afternoon, guys. It's Jake here from the Running with Jake podcast. I hope you are well. Uh, I was just thinking about my training this week, the runs that I've done so far. Only on Wednesday, I ran Monday, did a very easy recovery run. Uh, Tuesday, yesterday, I did some quality work, what I would call quality work. So I did a bit of an interval session. You may know, you may have seen it if you follow me on Strava. And then today I went out and I did one hour at an easy effort. And one thing that was common across all three of those sessions, so Monday was recovery, intervals yesterday, today was a, a classic standard easy run. One thing that's common across all three sessions is the fact that there is a place to run easy. So even in the interval session yesterday, as part of the warm-up, I needed to run easy to warm the muscles up, ready to work hard when I got stuck into the intervals. Now, we've spoken lots on this page before about the benefits of running easy, and there are lots of benefits to be had, such as strengthening your heart, teaching the body to use, use fat as a fuel source, to increase the number of capillaries, to increase the size and number of mitochondria, which is where energy is created, where it's produced in the muscles, in the cells. So we know the benefits, but running easy is not so easy. I did a live video on Instagram uh, recently with my good friend Joe Wilkinson, who's also a running coach, ex-GB athlete, and we were talking about the benefits of running easy, and we had a chat around that particular subject. But there was two things today that I thought about when I was casting my mind back onto my sessions that I've done so far, and there was two things in particular that really stood out for me that I applied in my training that I want to share with you in this video that I think will really help you to slow down. So running easy isn't so easy because we end up running too quickly. And it makes sense because even if you go out there to run it, do something 60 minutes easy, 10, 20 minutes, sometimes even 30 minutes into the run, you start to feel good. You start to loosen up. So all of a sudden you're getting this endorphin release and you're wanting to push that little bit more and you're turning it into a session that it shouldn't be. And it's not truly easy. So the first thing that I think can really help you is to manage your temperature. Now you can do this in different ways. I often say to people, I often advise, dress for how you are going to feel 15 to 20 minutes into the run rather than how you feel when you step out of the door. Because most people end up wearing too much initially, especially if you're relatively inexperienced, relatively new to running, you end up wearing too much. And then of course you're stripping things off by mile one, mile two, and you're just having to carry stuff. It's just uncomfortable. So I always advise people, look, dress for how you're gonna feel when you really get into the run. Now that works well in spring and in summer. But when you start to get into this time of year, it can be really difficult, can't it? Now, conditions are pretty mild down here where we are in the in the Southwest. Uh, it may be the case for you, but certain things are going to change. So if you go out the door dressed for how you're gonna feel when you get really stuck into the run 20, 30 minutes down, down the road, then actually you're probably gonna be pretty cold initially, too cold. So what happens then? You end up running quicker than you should because consciously, subconsciously even, you want to get warm quickly because it's flipping uncomfortable. And you've been probably indoors or in the car commuting from work or working from home, you're nice and warm and then you get out there in the cold. So how can you manage your temperature? It may sound a little bit faffy, but if you make this a bit of a habit, it can really work for you. So what do I do? If I'm doing an easy run I will, and I'm running from home, I'll head out the front door, I'll dress accordingly, so I'll dress for how I'm gonna feel as soon as I step out the door, but then I'll, I might run right, for example. So I'll turn right, down the road and I'll probably run for five minutes or so. I'll turn around and I'll run five minutes back. So I've done 10 minutes of my run. I've 
recording this, I've, you know, set the watch. That is part of the session, but then I'm at home again, so I can just strip off. And normally you can just leave it. Sometimes I have my car key with me, put it in the boot of the car, the, the top or the jacket. Sometimes I'll just leave it in the garden. I might even throw it through the front door. But the point is you can strip off then and then you can continue your run. It will just stop you from pushing too much, potentially too early, because you're nice and comfortable because you're wearing the appropriate clothing. If you're doing a session that's probably let's say a bit more quality. So yesterday I did 16 times 200 meter repetitions. I did them in my local park. That's where I like to do them. I'm lucky enough to be able to run in the daylight, in the daytime working from home. So I headed into the park. I was wearing, a, I've got a couple of sort of go-to tops, if you like, long, long sleeve tops that I perhaps don't care hugely about. And I'll use them to head to the park. And then once I've done my warm up and warmed up nice and slowly, ready for the quality session, I'll then strip off, maybe tie it to a tree or a lamppost or uh, the fence or whatever. Because I'm not super precious about the top, if somebody does happen to steal it, which I think is unlikely, I'm not going to lose too much sleep over it. But it just means I'm not pushing too much. Because in the case of yesterday, if I'd have headed out there just wearing like the little uh, kind of thin t-shirt that I did the main part of the session in, I'd have been freezing. I'd have ran far too quick initially. My cadence would have been too high. My joints wouldn't have been warm just to get some temperature, just to raise my core body temperature. So by getting into that routine, whether it's an easy run or whether it's an interval session of just having some extra clothing with you and being able to leave it somewhere, at the starting point of your run at home, or if you go into a park or wherever you happen to do your quality work, if it's kind of in one small area, I think that can definitely help you. So that's tip one. Number two, and this is more tapping into the mental side of training. Now, we all get caught up on numbers, and numbers are really relevant, aren't they? Because we want to run certain paces and things like that and achieve certain times, and that makes sense. I get that. We're, we're, we're performance-driven, many of us. But there's a time, especially in an easy run, to kind of put those numbers aside. So what do I mean by this? If you look at pretty much any of my sessions on Strava, and I'm not saying I always get it perfect, by the way, but typically, if you look at my average pace, that's one number, right? So it'll give you my average pace. Then if you go into actually what each mile was, the splits, you'll notice that the first mile is pretty much always significantly slower than the rest of the miles. And, I, and that's a real conscious thing. And I, I really have conditioned myself over the years to do that. Setting off super slow, because I'm a big believer, and I'm yet to be proved wrong, that the slower you warm up, the better the session you will have. I really believe that to be true. Just get things going nice and slowly, build up gradually. Even in an easy run, you will enjoy the run far more than if you just go flying out the door and you don't really give your body a chance to catch up and for your systems to get warm. Does that make some sense? If you record the first part of your run separately, save the session, and then you start a new session effectively, and that's the main part of your run, that first mile that you ran, which was super slow, significantly slower than the rest of the session, is not going to hinder your overall average pace. Does that make some sense? Because I'm not super bothered about what the number says. I'm a coach. I try and practice what I preach where I can. As I say, I don't always get it right. So I don't mind too much. But I know there's lots of people that, oh, well, this average pace is, you know, if I'm plodding at 
10 minutes per mile and my typical slow pace is nine minutes per mile, that's going to hinder my overall average time for the session. Then I'm going to get back home and I'm going to beat myself up about that. Well, simply just record it as two sessions. It might look a little bit more clunky on Strava because you've done two runs and some people that follow you may be saying, why have you done two separate runs there? Did you mess it up? No, I made the conscious decision to record the first mile as a warm up because I don't care what pace it is. I'm going to crawl along at 12 minutes per mile or whatever it is. Stop save the session and then you can get into your main session you're nice and warm and it won't hinder your numbers and the main reason i advise that as i said at the start of this tip two is really for the mind because i think we have to be aware of that as well if we manage our mindset and we have certain i suppose tips and techniques we can uh, apply i think it helps us to perform better uh, and that can ultimately get help you to get more out of your running so really Two quick, very uh, two quick tips here on how to slow down because we know easy running is easy, but not so easy to do, which is bizarre. So the first one is manage your temperature. Just make sure that you are taking something extra with you, particularly this time of year, and have somewhere to deposit that top or jacket. Hopefully, something that you're not super precious over that can help you get into your run. The second thing is just make sure you manage the mind, and you can do this by recording your first mile of any session that you do. Uh, of an easy run this is as as a warm-up so record it totally as a separate session it might be anywhere from one up to sort of two miles as a warm-up then you can get into your main run guys i hope you found that helpful let's stay smart and safe this is a real opportunity now an extended opportunity we know with no races on the horizon to kind of learn things move our running on that's really going to help us next year when we do go or get back racing have a great evening whatever you're up to speak to you all very soon that was running with jake the Quick hit. Hear the brand new full length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running with Jake the Podcast.